Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Red Circle, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more apps. We're no longer on Podbean, so we just want to point that out for those who are subscribed there you're going to have to find it on another app. Although, of course, if you're listening to this, you probably have found it already. Also, check out the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit the like and subscribe buttons on Five Reasons YouTube. That way you get all of our content. I'm bringing back starting nine this week. Plenty of Dolphins content. We had pre and post game shows off the first preseason game. Also, FiveReasonsSports.com. FiveReasonsSports.com. Spell that one out. We do not have a paywall there. Unlike the other sites in town, you get the latest takeaways from Brady Hawk and others and check out the great sponsors of the five reasons sports network. We mentioned this one all the time. It's prize picks. That's our official fantasy sponsor. The NFL is back. You got to get in on those props. Okay. I know the preseason games don't tell a lot, but you can do the futures props for the NFL. You can do also do all of the other sports. Uh, No NHL right now, obviously your NBA, but you can do MLB MMA. It's all on there. Go to prize picks. You can download it. On the Google Play Store or on the Apple App Store, it's prize picks. Use the code 5 F I V E. You get your initial deposit matched up to $100 when you use that code. And now, tonight's episode. Down to Five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Bucket said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the Floor on a Sunday night. You may be listening to this later. Here's the floor plan. I got Greg Sylvander. You can find him at Greg Sylvander. I've got Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. We're going to do another of our historical episodes today. We got into this on our Off the Floor feed uh, which is our winnow feed. You can check that out. That's posted to the top of five reasons, Twitter. And what we're doing now is the top five individual seasons in Miami heat history. And so this goes back all the way to the beginning before poor Alex was born. We did not bring in Brady on this one. So uh, for obvious reasons, but here's a few rules and we're going to make up some other rules as we go along. It can't be five seasons of LeBron James and Dwayne Wade. Okay, we don't want to do that. All right. So we're going to limit it to one season per player. That's one season per player. Okay. So you got to pick his best season. So we're going to start by going through some of the best players in Heat history and then narrowing it down to their best season and just putting that one on the table. The thing that we've got to debate, and we're going to debate this on the air, is whether we include the playoffs or not, because then that becomes a separate conversation. But I almost feel like we need to do that first before we start to narrow it down. And I'm thinking of one Dwayne Wade where this will come up because if you're going to include the playoffs, it's going to come up with a different season than if you don't include the playoffs. 
So let's have this debate right now before we start. Okay. And I'll leave this to both of you. Greg, should we include the postseason? Um, for the sake of efficiency, we should choose one way or the other, but it's funny because I think it does change the conversation a bit. Um, I'm leaning, including the playoffs. Maybe we, as we go through this and you guys dance according to the music that's played. So, um, it is what it is. If we want to go in a different direction, I'd like to call out places where maybe the regular season only would have made its play but we can go with the playoffs included. Alex, does that sound reasonable? Or do you think we should keep this like the MVP award is a regular season award only? I felt like the MVP lately has felt ridiculous because either the player's home or it's after the fact and the playoffs tell, as Ethan says. So I feel like we should also include them. But if you have any, um, if you disagree, you know, I'll, I'll defer to you. It's tough because it's like all of this is about the playoffs and about trying to win a championship. So it feels wrong to exclude that. But I also see what you're saying as far as efficiency, right? From an efficiency standpoint, it would be a lot easier to get through this episode if we just settle, right? But this that's not what this show is about, settling. If we just settle for the non-playoff stuff, what are we talking about here? Right? Like it's, it's the heat, it's culture. They're all about championships. We got to include the playoffs. Now, the one thing I will say is maybe it's something like, you know, we weigh the playoffs or not necessarily ranking the top five playoff performances ever. That could, that could, that could just be a separate episode altogether, Ethan. Like, especially well, now during this downtime, we do uh, the five best playoff runs ever uh, perhaps, but um, I think weighing it into the conversation is, is, a uh, is, maybe how I will go about it. Yeah, I think we have to weigh it. I think there's, again, there's one player that this is going to become especially complicated, but I think we should include it. I, I do. I do think we should include it. So I've ruled. It feels like all three of us are kind of on the same page here. And so let with that, let's start going through this. I think there is one season that all of us are going to agree on from the very beginning, as many, as, as much as he had four great seasons, there's one season for LeBron James. Okay. It's 2012, 2013. 27 game winning streak. Obviously he was historically efficient during that period of time. I think Greg, you and I agree. And I was there for pretty much every game that except the one that I went to Costco and he scored 61 uh, because I was getting stuff for my daughter who hadn't been born yet, um, which is why he scored 61 against Charlotte for exactly that reason. Cause I was watching it from an aisle there trying to find the television trying to figure out if I was going to get home. A home game off wow. a home game. I took, I only took three home games off the whole season, including the playoffs. That was one. Um, and so the way I look at it is that season is for him unparalleled. I mean, we'll talk about other players, but it's also the way he finished it, right? He finished it in 2013. We can talk about Ray Allen shot, but LeBron was tremendous throughout that playoff run. Oh, yeah. um, he had help during that year for sure. Uh, but Dwayne missed some time. Uh, Chris Bosh at times, you know, had difficult integrating difficulty integrating, but he was, you know, by far the best player in the league MVP on an all time type team. He was brilliant. Uh, so I, I, I think, you know, with LeBron, are, are we going to agree that that's the season guys? 2012, 2013 LeBron James in heat number six is the greatest I've ever seen a human being play the game of basketball since I've ever started watching. Um, 
right so, behind D Wade 0809, of course. So right, we're going. To, you, I like that transition that you're trying to jump ahead of no, here. That's like a Kyle a Lowry hit ahead all of a sudden here, coming off the Lowry episode you guys did without me. Yes, the short answer is if it's one of the greatest seasons, if not the greatest season in LeBron James's catalog, then guess what? It also is for the Miami Heat, and boy, we are blessed to have that season in Heat number six. Alex? <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't know if you wanted me to jump off there. Um, no, there's there's no disagreeing there that Braun 12-13 is the consensus, like, best Heat season. No, ever. but Alex, you hit it, so let's go to it. Dwayne 0809, is that the season? Like, I if we're including be- playoffs – this is where it gets tricky, Ethan, and you were going to tee us up here, and now I'm kind of grabbing the ball and trying to go down the baseline. If we include the playoffs, I think most people's intuitive sense is to say Dwayne Wade 0506 because of the weight of what took place in the playoffs. If you go regular season, it's more like 0809 to Alex's point earlier. How do we sift through this, Ethan? Like, How do we choose the Dwayne season? That's the big problem. So let's do the Dwayne thing now because, you know, this is the whole debate between the playoffs and the regular season. If we're talking about the regular season, there is one, obviously, that stands out. He should have been the MVP over LeBron. We're talking about 2008, 2009. You can make an absolute argument that that is the best single season in Miami Heat history, considering the circumstances and the supporting cast that he had as compared to the circumstances and the supporting cast that LeBron had. Maybe they didn't have the same team success, but again, that was teammates. That was not him. He probably had even more signature moments in that regular season than LeBron did, even though LeBron had a ton of them. But you can go back to the Utah game, the Chicago game. There are so many games that people remember for good reason. He was basically a one-man wrecking crew. I I think when you look at small guards in the NBA, that might be the best season in the last – I mean, Steph Curry's there with him, but those those two guys had probably the best seasons of small guards in the NBA, maybe Iverson's 2001. Oh, Chris Paul, wait. Chris Paul 08 was pretty damn good too. But, but it's a very, 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 very short list. But it didn't end with playoff success. And again, not his fault, okay, but they got eliminated in the first round like they would the next year. They got eliminated by a so-so team. Uh, he was frustrated by it. And so then you have to look at the other season that I think people would look at, which is 05-06, which is complicated because he didn't really have – as good a regular season, in my view, he was hurt for part of it. He didn't have as good a regular season, and, and there were issues. Yeah, was f- fired. He actually had a better season the season before, 0405, than he did in 0506. But he went nuclear for two months in the playoffs and carried them to a championship by scoring 34.7 points in the finals on average. So those are the two. I'm not giving you guys other options. We got 0506, we got 0809. Which do we pick? I'm making the executive decision as Heat fan extraordinaire to say 0506 because the defensive oh. win shares, it's the best in his career. Win shares, best in Dwayne Wade's career. Win shares per 48, um, best in his career. It, you know, like, so all of those things, highest steals percentage, 0506. So uh, the championship season. And it's crazy because it feels like everybody would say that D Wade was at his best that 08 09 season, right? That's that's kind of the, the consensus opinion among Heat fans. But when we decided earlier this show to weigh in the playoffs, it's tough to disagree with you, Leif, right? Because 
he was not only a great player in that regular season, even though, you know, everybody would say, oh, nine was a better regular season, just how good he was in that playoff run. The fact that that was when he kind of turned the corner um, nationally as a superstar, what you said there, I think um, points to the fact that it's easier to compare. I think some of these seasons when you have teams that are more or less successful, right? Like it's easier to compare Wade's um, title season versus uh lebron's in 2013 than it is to compare wade in 09 to lebron in 13 you know what i'm saying so um i actually think that's a really wise decision now i don't have those numbers pulled up but i do think that if we're just going to have that one d wade season as representative then lebron is probably number one on this list because i think no 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 don't go there yet we're not no 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 don't skip ahead don't skip ahead. We're pick. We're, we're just. We're just picking one until we get to the break. You, which one are you going with, Alex? You're going with 06. Yeah, I mean, based on the okay. based on the premise that we set up, we're gonna have to go 06. It's an upset, but we're gonna have to go 06 over 0809. I think. All right. So you two are going 06. I might have gone the other direction, but you guys win. It's two to one. So we got 12 13 on the board for LeBron. We've got 06 for Dwayne. Okay, so now we're looking at some of the other best players in Miami Heat history. And to me, Alonzo Mourning has to be there somewhere. So give me the season, Greg. This is tough. It's not as close. to be there. It's 99-2000. He averaged 21, um, almost 10 boards, if I remember correctly. Four blocks, just a monster. Was second in MVP voting, although Shaq kind of won unanimously. He actually had better chances, better odds of winning the MVP the year prior in 98-99. Um, but for me, uh, defensive player of the year, it was the uh, season where he looked like he had figured out his offense the most and that they could actually run sets through him. Obviously, the playoffs curtailed that season. So um, this is one where, based off basically the strength of his regular season, the accolades that came with it, Alonzo Mourning's best year, I think is 99-2000 and uh, would also be one of the top five uh, in on my list. All right, Alex is not getting in here. I covered that season. 99-2000 uh, is the clear favorite, uh, no question about it. Um, he was dominant. I mean, he had kind of put the whole thing together at that point with his offense and his defense. His offense was a little slower to come but by then it did come. And so he was terrific. Um, I think when you take a look at, at, you know, the fact that he almost chased down Carmelo for MVP. And then I remember being on a road trip uh, in Sacramento of all places. And he had 37 and 17. And he honestly looked like one of the best, I mean, if not, you know, top five, like the best player in the world for a short period of time there. And so it's gotta be that to me, that's those season. And that season has to be included. All right, there are other great players in Heat history. We're going to get to those in a second. Before we do, I want to tell you about another sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network, Therapist Preferred. you got to use that code, 5RSN. That's the number, 5RSN. Get uh, 25% off. That's the tincture, the sports cream, the gummies on your first sign-up at therapistpreferred.com. This is for recovery. This is for sleep. Therapistpreferred.com. Everybody uh, has been signing up with our code. That's why they've been with us so long. Obviously, they're getting results from it and because you guys are getting results from it. So make sure that you check it out. You won't fail a drug test or anything like this. It's perfectly legal in every state. CBD is to so go to therapistpreferred.com. Use the code five. That's the number five. R-S-N. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Miami Heat. All right, let's just talk about the other great players in Miami Heat history because obviously a couple of them are going to be eliminated here. All right, we got Shaquille O'Neal. We've got Jimmy Butler. We've got Tim Hardaway. Um, we've got Chris Bosh. Beyond Waiters, James Johnson, that's right. I'm not allowing Ooh. you to do that. Kelly Olenek, Hassan Whiteside. Michael Beasley. Yeah. Somebody is going to be off the list here, obviously. Okay. I mean, those are the three primary, right? I mean, we would talk about Jimmy. Yeah. No, those, uh, Bosch would be the, the fourth. I, I don't think there's a Chris Bosch season, right? There's Can not. we just take that no. off? Okay. All right. So then we're talking about Hardaway. We're talking about Shaq. And we're talking about Jimmy Butler. We are. So I know this is hard for you, but Timmy's got to go, right? There is, there's not a Timmy season, is there? Um, there's definitely a Timmy season if we were doing regular season only. Timmy Hardaway's 96-97 season, just regular season, is mm. as good or better than any Jimmy Butler season in Miami so far as a regular season by itself. He also was you know, career high in win shares per 48, et cetera, got them to the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, he was huge in game seven. So had big clutch moments that included playoff runs. So because I'm including Timmy's playoff runs here, yes, I concede Timmy falls out here and we're going to discuss Jimmy Butler instead, but the other guys, they are catapulted into the top five for me. Those included Shaquille O'Neal and Alonzo morning. Um, Alex, just do the comp here. Cause you did have a Jimmy uh, versus Tim Hardaway comp. Yeah, so, you know, as kind of the prep for the show, just to let everybody know, essentially what I did was pull up on basketball reference, you know, comparing single seasons between all these guys that were that we're mentioning here to, to narrow down. And one of the comparisons I pulled up was Jimmy versus Hardaway. Um, you know, you guys keyed in on the 96-97 season for him. And then I think the other conversation we're going to have about Jimmy is what season is the one that's representative for him, right? Because we said before the show that, his best regular season was the one where they ended up going out in four against the Bucks. So it's a little bit tough there. So the one that I ended up uh, going to, because that kind of like what I was talking about before is this past season where they almost got to the conference finals. I think it's more representative of, you know, him having a really good team the whole time. It wasn't kind of two different teams, the way that that first season was, uh, you know, pre Iguodala and Crowder post Iguodala and Crowder. I felt this is the easiest one to do when comparing, you know, guys who had who were playing on, on teams that were very good. Right. So I think the Jimmy season 
um, last season versus the Tim Hardaway season in 97, like Jimmy really blows Hardaway out the water and in the playoffs, it goes even more so. Now, like a lot of Hardaway's numbers are really good here, but it's just to put into perspective how good Jimmy has been for the Heat, right? Like, and we talked about this plenty, like the guy that he was expected to be, he's been a lot better than that since he's been here, right? Whether you're talking about regular season or playoffs, but specifically playoffs. And I think Jimmy uh, ekes his way into, you know, the top five for sure, especially when you're factoring in playoffs. Cause like, my God, a lot of his numbers here, like they're very comparable to Wade LeBron, right? Outside of the, the actual like scoring stuff, the way that he does things at such an efficient level, the way that he steps it up in the playoffs, the play style, like, he has got he has played at a tier above i think what people expected from him and just now like comparing his numbers to others it's it it, it backs that up even more to the type of player that jimmy's been so we got to pick a jimmy season then right so we're yeah. we're, not, we're not picking the second one for sure um this one he missed a lot of time i mean he he missed right yeah, this is tough because for me, the playoff run that we just witnessed in totality was probably better than the run in, in 2020. It's just that the finals, the weight of the finals is so huge to this comparison, right? Like, but I, I feel like him consistently dominating took place in a different kind of way. And what we just witnessed at the end of that season, you know, all the way through to the Boston last shot. So um, I don't know, I guess there's a part of me that thinks that top to bottom, maybe this last season should be the one, but I know that I'm going to get a lot of uh, differing opinions because he went head to head with LeBron James in the finals and obviously showed out. So um, it's a, it's a coin flip. I'm going to go with the first season. Uh, be, because of the circumstances of it. It was so new. You were dealing with so much uncertainty, the COVID stuff, coming back into the bubble. And, and really, look, nobody expected the Heat to be a number one seed this past season, but nobody expected the Heat to come out of the East when they were fifth in the conference two years ago. They did get all the way to the finals. They did beat Milwaukee. He did go toe-to-toe with LeBron James. I think if maybe he hadn't missed quite as much time this past season, I would lean towards this season, but going the extra round, the more sort of challenging life circumstances of that first year, again, adjusting to a totally new environment and winning the heat fan base over, I'm going with that first one. Um, the next one to me is easy. And then we'll begin to order these. It's Shaq's 0405 probably should have been the MVP over Steve Nash much stronger season than 0506. Uh, 0506, he was hurt. He was feuding with people inside the organization, he, whether he was hurt and all that. The playoff run, even though they did win a championship, he was better in the previous playoff run. Remember, Dwayne missed time in the previous playoff run, uh, and, and, and they overcame it um, uh, to a certain degree. Well, Shaq missed time as well. But I, I'm I'm gonna go with 0405. I just I and and Greg, I don't think there's really any argument for anything else, right? Nope. Moving on. Okay. All right. So if we're moving on, we're gonna move on to tell you about water cleanup, and then we're gonna order these on the other side. Again, we appreciate everybody coming in with their suggestions on our window feed. We appreciate obviously everybody for the signups on our window feed. I do want to make a couple of announcements too before I get uh, to this uh, you know to this particular uh, sponsor is that we're going to start having a Spanish language or a bilingual um, version of this podcast. So it's going to be a little bit different on this feed. You're going to be able to find it on this feed. 
uh, with Ricardo and Alejandro. You may be familiar with them from Cinco Rizonas. They used to be on the network there. They're just going to be teaming up for some heat content with us. So make sure you check that out on the feed. If you're subscribed, you'll get it already. If you don't speak Spanish, it's okay. Both those guys speak English as well, but they're going to be mixing in some Spanish content for those who are more comfortable in that language. So you probably start to hear that over the weekends about once a week, we are going to start putting more content on this feed in general. We also want to tell you again about our great sponsors. That includes water cleanup. If you got a water leak, you can't find where it's coming from. You deal with water or mold damage in your home or business. You got to call water cleanup of Florida at 954-579-0356 for immediate assistance. Again, that's 954-579-0356 with over 60 years of combined experience. Michael, Robert, and the team are prepared to handle all types of leak detection issues 24 hours a day, 365 days per year. After the leak has been located and repaired, Water Cleanup of Florida will then clean, dry, and fully restore the damaged areas. Water Cleanup of Florida, fully licensed, insured, and certified to provide the one-stop shopping that busy homeowners and busy uh, business owners require. There's no need to bring in other contractors. They'll handle the entire project from start to finish their service area. They're based in Boca, but they service Miami, Broward, and Palm Beach counties. So call Michael anytime on his personal cell. Again, that's 954-579-0356. If you got the schmutz, they got the guts. And same for the leaks. All right, so let's get to it. Who's number five here, Greg? Oh, wow. Um, Number five, bear with me. I, I what, got you. You guys not expecting me to get you to rank them? We've got to go one way. Yeah, no, other. no. Let, let's do this. Um, I it's would hard. say that Alonzo morning season is number five. Oh. Could I explain? They lost in the second round of the playoffs to the lower seeded New York Knicks for the third year consecutively. And so unfortunately like that was the end of that era and the way that it ended since this is an all-encompassing review of rankings tells me that if you look at these other seasons and how they ended it uh it doesn't bode well for for alonzo that's why this this whole exercise is so tough when you're factoring in you know two seasons in one obviously right with the regular season and playoffs because you know, it ends up swaying everything when you're talking about um, nitpicking between incredible individual seasons, right? Because I, I, this whole time I've been trying to figure out where I'm going to have um, these guys ranked. And I cannot, I have not come to one that I feel good about between Alonzo, Shaq, and Jimmy, like between ordering those guys right now. Because I think, like, I, I was looking at it and mid-show I was saying, okay, I think I'm going to have Alonzo over Shaq after looking into it Well, like, I came into the show with my expectations so high for Shaq season that it kind of swayed me towards Alonzo. But the more I look into it, like Shaq was really good at some things that Alonzo was, wasn't really good at and vice versa. And it's also the same for Jimmy, who's obviously a completely different player than those guys. But all these seasons, when you look at them statistically and you go into, you know, everything, like it's very, very, very comparable. Like you're, you're splitting hairs here. And so it ends up being a tiebreaker with, playoff success right and like jimmy had the most playoff success right in the sense that he got to the finals whereas the shack season was uh right before the final so very comparable with this past jimmy season right but if i had to go and you know put my put money on it right in the sense of like there, there's stakes behind it i'm probably putting jimmy season last because i just think jimmy's regular season is 
is one where he cruises along the way. So it's tough to weigh it on the same level as Alonzo and Shaq, who, because I do think some like the regular season stuff should be way too, in the sense that if you're putting up all that effort to get a high seed and not that Jimmy doesn't try or anything like that, but you're giving it your all throughout a season and you're absolutely dominant. You're in the MVP race all season. Like there's something to be said for that. Right now. I, I think that's what puts it, what puts Jimmy last for me because Alonzo and Shaq were just so damn dominant, you know, all year. And I think it's just so impressive to me what they did, right. Where like Shaq was a better passer than Alonzo. Alonzo was a better rim protector, but they were both just so damn good. And like, you know, looking into these numbers, I don't even know who I'm going to pick between them. I'm probably going to go Shaq though. I'm probably going to go Shaq. I think Shaq as a playmaker is what kind of separates him and Alonzo as far as be, uh, being able to create for others. And although as the playoffs went on, it, you know, became more of a Wade team. Uh, I just think Shaq was, you know, one of a kind. And that was really his best season for the Heat by far. We saw what happened after that. And I think it was it was a masterpiece for him. And it's number three. All right. I am going to put Shaq third. Um, I think when you're talking about entry seasons between him and Jimmy, I think Shaq ranks a little higher, even though, again, they didn't get quite as far, but they didn't get quite as far because Dwayne got hurt. It, it wasn't because of anything that Shaq did. They probably would have won the championship that year. I think they would have been favored against San Antonio. He transformed the entire way that they played. I know that the 0304 team is fun for a lot of people, but that team won 42 games. You know, it was fun for me too, but I mean, it, Shaq changed the entire dynamic. And look around what Dwayne and Shaq had that year. You know, and Eddie, I mean, they had Damon Jones starting. Udonis was a first-year starter. There were a lot of unproven players on the bench. Uh, Jimmy's season was great. Shaq's ahead of him. So, to me, it becomes conversation between uh, Jimmy and Zoe. And, and I, <laughs> Zoe was second in the MVP voting, okay, during the regular season. That carries weight. Jimmy went toe-to-toe with LeBron James and almost won in the finals. I'm going with Jimmy fourth. I'm going to go with Zoe fifth, Zach, uh, Zach, Shaq third, um, and then we have two choices for number one, and we're going to do that here in a second. Before we do, another great sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network, peer-to-peer betting. It's at Better Edge. Go to B-E-T-T-O-R-E-D-G-E.com backslash five reasons. That's betteredge.com backslash five reasons. Here's the thing about it, okay, at Better Edge, is that first thing, you get $20 if you go to and use that code. But the second thing is it's free. It's, it's not free, but it's legal, okay? These offshore books are not legal. It's harder to get your money. Better Edge, you can get the line you want because you're betting against other people who are using it. You're not betting against an app itself or against a sports book. So check it out. It's a totally different way to do it. We call it social betting. Go to betteredge.com backslash five reasons. Again, betteredge.com backslash five reasons, and you will uh, get the $20 to play. All right, we got two choices here. Greg, did you rank that, by the way, or did I go too fast? Uh, no, the, the rankings are, I am aligned with the rankings so far. Oh, okay, okay. So we're, we're, we're at Shaq three, Jimmy four, Zoe five, although Alex has the yeah, four Yeah, I had five. Jimmy five and okay. Zoe four. Okay, so so that's where we're gonna go. Crazy with, but, that. <laughs> I don't think anybody was right that the young head would would. No, but that's but okay. We, when we when we pull it, it's gonna be Jimmy Fourth because it's the two of us. Okay, so we're going. So that so that's where we're going. So we got two choices, and it's not the conversation I thought we would have. I thought we were gonna be debating 08-09 Dwayne against twelve thirteen LeBron, but 
But now we're debating 05, 06, Dwayne, because we included the playoffs. We're and not to debating. me, now it's no conversation because to me, this is easy. It's LeBron because it's both the regular season and the playoffs. Correct. Right. I mean, LeBron's postseason got overlooked in part because, again, people like he's saved by the Ray Allen shot. Look at the numbers from LeBron's postseason in 2013. Uh, they were exceptional. Now, actually, not as good as 2012, but but really damn good. Um, and then obviously he tried to carry in 2014 and, and it didn't work out. But yeah, I mean, it, it's LeBron, right? Uh, if we were if we were debating regular seasons, then Dwayne's 08, 09, I, I might actually, I might be convinced there. I'd probably lean LeBron, but to me, this is, this is easy. Yeah. I mean, and also just because of the era, because of the surrounding talent for him to be able to be his best efficient self you know lebron james is one of the greatest if not the greatest player ever i i don't think that it's a shame to put that season in historical context and because of what it carries ahead of Dwayne wade's 0506 because of the parameters we put on this which is the playoff success which um you know 0809 was great too but i still think if we were to look deep enough and we were to be honest enough with ourselves one of LeBron James regular seasons plus playoffs. And I'm still leaning th- 12, 13 as the overall one, no matter where you slice it is the best season by any player in a Miami heat Jersey point blank period. You can't argue otherwise, Alex, right? Disagree. Disagree. I could definitely argue. And I will argue because since we changed the D way parameters to 0506, I've been pulling uh, that season up as a direct comparison to 1213 here on basketball reference. And I'm even, you know, just Wade and LeBron's playoff numbers, right? When you go through all the advanced numbers per 100, per 36, whatever are so <laughs> like they're all damn near identical on so many things, right? Like there's some slight differences here and there, but my God, like when you go through offensive, defensive uh, box, uh, plus minus and you go through four offensive and defensive rating, true shooting uh, assist percentage versus turnover percentage. Like they're, they're really close to each other, right? Like nobody is really standing out. Both of them won the title. That regular season though. What about that regular season? Exactly. The regular season will be the tiebreaker there in a sense, because you know, that heat team in 2013 was just so dominant. The best, obviously regular season team they've had, they won 66, which is so many wins, right? Whereas the the other season, 06, was, did not start off very well. Um, you know, coach, uh, coach got changed midway through. That's not necessarily a telltale flag of a successful season, but they ended up winning 52, which is more than respectable, right? And Or at the very least respectable. And they got to the damn finals and won it. And D-Wade did that, not on his own, but uh, he just brought it up to such a level in the playoffs and in the finals. And looking at all the data here, everything supports what we already knew, right? That he was special. And so what I'm saying is there absolutely is an argument to be made here because the 08-09 regular season was more impressive. But man, just looking into that 05-06 playoff run again reminds me that what D-Wade did in his third season just does not get talked about enough, man. Like literally to do that, right? Like we're talking about... That's true. We're talking about LeBron James, who is considered to be a top three player of all time. He's in the GOAT conversations, right? And we're saying that his best individual season ever was 12-13. And I'm pulling up that data versus D-Wade's third season ever, right? And those playoff numbers are, like, really damn comparable, man. So, like, I don't have any issue with you guys going brown over Wade here. But D-Wade was absolutely special. So, I'm going to go uh, 
with Wade here, man. Like, I just think Wade put that team on his damn back, whereas that 12-13 team was stacked with great talent. And I know at the end it was tough. Like, that Spurs, you know, they didn't necessarily look dominant in that Spurs series. But that's why I'm even more, you know, um, leaning on putting Wade here. And we we love Dwayne more. So I think you're, like, talking me into it, Alex. We may need to put Dwayne here. (laughs) He was the underdog. So that's the tiebreaker for me. And the fact that they're so damn comparable when looking through the numbers, like it's really incredible to me that Wade did that in his third season. It's incredible. And it's the greatest two, three, four weeks that we've seen from a heat player, but it's not the whole thing. If I had a time machine, that's where I would go back to. I I can't do it guys. I think that the bias is coming in here. I LeBron James 12, 13 is, I saw it all up close. It's, it's one of the greatest seasons in NBA history. It's certainly top five. I, again, Dwayne's finals is there with anybody. Okay. But it's the finals. All right. And you know, that's the most important place, but if we're going to do that, we would have ranked Jimmy higher than Shaq. I, I just think, I think we've got to go with LeBron there. I think Greg's nodding here. You guys can't see that. Cause we didn't, we didn't, we're not using the video of this one, but. I think that's where we're at. I think it's uh, I think it's Dwayne two. Let's start here. It's Shaq. Uh, <laughs> let's go from the bottom. Let's go. It's five. Uh, I think again, Zoe, yeah. four, Jimmy, Jimmy uh, three up to uh, I'm Shaq, sorry, Shaq in 04. Uh, yeah. in 04, 05. And then two is Dwayne's uh, final season. Oh, five, oh, six. And then LeBron's 12, 13 is the greatest in history. All right. Thanks for staying with us. We'll do more of these episodes. We're going to do a big episode on Max Schroes later this week. Brady wrote a, a really nice article there. We're going to explore that. We may do an article on Yurt coming. So we will do some current episodes. We're trying to mix in some others because we know it's slow people and we're trying to keep things moving here throughout the summer and into the fall. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five regional sports network. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc get ahead of postage rate increases this year with stamps.com it's like your own personal post office sign up with promo code program for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts that's stamps.com code program